This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. I'm happy to welcome our next guest to the program. This is Eric Rosenstrauch. He is president and CEO of Fuel Partnerships. Welcome to the program, Eric. Thank you so much for having me, and happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you too, sir. Happy hump day, as it were. We're super excited to have you here on the program. Now, Eric, I do want to switch a little bit into fuel uh, and tell us, because you have a very fantastic journey that has led you to starting this particular company, talk a little bit about the genesis, if you will, for your idea of creating this company and your thought behind why you did it and how you did it and some of those things as well. Yeah, I just I believe that as um, traditional marketing methods, and, and I'm going to tell you that at this point, in my opinion, you know, doing digital advertising, doing social advertising mm-hmm. is traditional marketing at this point. It, it's not specialized. Gotcha. Um, and I think that a lot of brands miss um, where the rubber meets the road, and that is at retail. And if you invest dollars behind, I call it retail marketing. Most agencies call it shopper marketing. I'll explain the twist in a moment. Okay. But if you, if you spend dollars within the retail channel, I believe those are the closest dollars being invested to the opportunity to drive a transaction. Gotcha. And therefore, they are the most valuable dollars. Um, you know, the old traditional model of marketing, which is you do awareness mm-hmm. or consideration, mm-hmm. and then you try to get people to go shop, and then maybe they buy you. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Fuel, we believe you chop off the top half of the funnel. Why wow. spend money on awareness and consideration to maybe engage in shopping? What Fuel does is we know we work for brands that say, I need your help at Walmart. We know people are shopping at Walmart. We know who those shoppers are. Mm. So we communicate our message directly to those shoppers. So if you think about it, we've avoided the inefficiency at the top part of the funnel. Oh. Come right in at where people are shopping, invest your dollar there, mm. and boom, you're that much closer to the bot. Oh. Um, and, and that's sort of our model. In fact, I believe that, that purchasing is no longer a vertical funnel. I think it's a it's circular in nature. Okay. I think it's purely awareness for engagement. Engagement is what matters. Engagement drives transactions. And if you have a positive relationship, a positive experience with the brand, that relationship leads you right back into the next engagement point. So actually, I believe it's a circle in mm-hmm. how the consumer is shopping today, mm-hmm. not a vertical funnel any, anymore. Oh, so at, at Fuel, we focus on retailer by retailer for brands because the reality is how Walmart goes to market and how Kroger goes to market, and how Walgreens goes to market, uh, let alone any other retailer we want to throw in that mix, are all different. Mm -hmm. There's different tools. There's different things that are important to those shoppers, those loyal shoppers are shopping those channels for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And a brand has to react to the retailer if they want to be as effective as possible to drive sales with the shoppers of that channel and of that retailer. So we approach it more from that perspective of doing things on a retailer by retailer basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we spoke earlier that the brand message needs to be consistent. I mean, I don't want to change your brand message from retailer to retailer, retailer mm-hmm. but the way that you might want to shape your message and the way and the tools you're going to deliver that message by will be different. And as a function of different retailers. Fun. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. Can you give an example so, of that? That would be, uh, that's fascinating. Can you give a, a concrete example of that? Sure, sure. Um, uh, I'm going to speak to um, I'm going to speak to Blue Diamond Nut Bins. Okay, is, which is a client of Fuel. So, um, but a but a great new product that's out there. Okay. Um, and 
at Walmart, we uh, got nothing involved. Um, we, we had them join a program, a retailtainment program that Fuel built for Walmart that we called Upgrade Your Summer. It's really about, you know, the summer is an exciting time for entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, and shoppers, particularly millennials, are looking, you know, millennials love to cook. Millennials like to entertain. But, but they need the resources and the information of how to do it best because many of them are just entering this true entertaining on your own stage of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, so we created a retailtainment program where we brought together brands like Johnsonville that was, we, we call it Upgrade Your Summer. So rather than having a hot dog, have a Johnsonville brought. Oh. We had 7-Up involved, which is rather than having a typical, you know, carbonated beverage, have 7-Up. And we created a, a recipe out of 7-Up and, and actually made it a, a more interesting drink. Oh, interesting. Um, instead of having typical chips and, and, and salsa, why don't we have Sabra hummus and, and Blue Diamond, you know, nut bins? Oh. Instead of having typical nuts, there we had Blue Diamond gourmet nuts involved. So we brought these brands together that could deliver an experience mm. about entertaining and upgrading your summer. And we, that was a value play that we knew the Walmart shopper was looking for. Okay. In other retailers, we knew that the challenge there for the brand was um, locating the brand in store. Mm. So we actually created a different program. We created a scavenger hunt, um, <laughs> leveraging social media and, and leveraging the concept of, of literally scavengering and trying to find the brand in store. So we brought that to life in, in Target and Kroger and Safeway. Um, because we knew that the shopper there was, wasn't quite as young and that they were looking more for a healthier product. So we positioned the brand a little bit healthier and did a scavenger hunt. So, um, you know, it really depends on uh, what's available, what we're able to do, um, and how do we maximize scale and efficiency behind these marketing programs. And so part of what, mu- must, part of what must be driving this, Eric, is a deep understanding of the, the the shoppers that are in these particular retail environments, yes? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, insights is the basis for, for all marketing and always needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I think for us personally, we want to know retailer insights, as we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just mentioned, you've got to understand what the retailer wants to do, what's important to them, what's their priorities. Um, you know, for instance, Walmart right now, uh, because, you know, they feel that they're fighting Amazon, they're doing a lot of, you know, shop online, pick up in store because that's a competitive advantage they have over Amazon. They have 4,000 points of distribution where you can order, um, you know, order now and go pick up your product in an hour. Mm. Um, and, and that's a competitive advantage. When you have, uh, you know, grocery right now, they feel that their competitive advantage is, is fresh and their point of difference in, in, in being very local and being very close to, to the retailer or very close to the shopper, pardon me. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you want to leverage those tools. Um, and, and you've got to think through the insights of the retailer and, of course, what consumer insights do you have. Gotcha. Look for the match, the points of intersection, create the marketing program around those, and that's how you capture that shopper. That's how you get them excited. And, again, that is certainly how we try to make sure the product gets into the basket. Gotcha. And so talk a little bit, Eric, because we want to circle back to what you were talking about earlier about sales. Talk a little bit about how uh fuel convinces its clients that you know this is the this this new non funnel but circular approach to engagement and trans driving a transaction is what's critical for them how do you how do you find these these new clients you know i i i believe that this new um age of marketer it actually sparks that very quickly um I, in fact i presented a potential new client today and and the, the the CMO goes that I I no one has put together that model in my face, but that's exactly how it is because mm. today 
the it used to be very linear, right? I mean, you'd see a TV ad or you'd read a print ad, and, and that was how you obtained your information. We have so many sources of data today. We have so many opportunities to get a message uh, about a brand that it is very circular in nature. No one enters a funnel and then goes through it. They're entering and coming in and out of the purchase cycle so many times mm-hmm. um, that you really have to be cognizant of that as you're building your message. So, you know, at Fuel, we talk about omni-channel, but from a marketing standpoint, um, where to us, it's all about the pre-shopping opportunities to, to engage with, 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 uh, with a, um, a consumer. Mm-hmm. It's the shopping occasion engagement points that you and I spoke about already. But you have to keep in mind the post-shop. I mean, you've got to come uh, back and be able to engage a consumer and ensure that they are happy with their experience. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's those brands that think through all three of those phases of the purchase process mm-hmm. are going to be most successful. And that's why you can't just say, hey, social media is really cool. I'm going to put some out there, and that's going to drive my, my sales. Mm-hmm. It's so much more complex than that. There's no silver bullet in marketing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's about putting together all of the right tools and tactics and building that concise program that will ultimately drive sales for your brand. And so we got about a minute left. Give me quickly the sort of next things that you're working on for Fuel, Eric. Yeah, I, I think what I'm really excited about is we've already developed the 2019 retail payment calendar. Oh, nice. Again, this is when we build, bring brands together, and they are able to share in a program and deliver. So, you know, we've had resolutions made easy. It's going to kick off the year for us, where oh, nice. consumers are looking for information. Um, you know, our programs, it, it really needs to be about content and brands. You have to look at it both ways. Consumers are looking for an experience as much as they're looking for a product. And you've got to marry the two together to have the success in store um, and a success with sales. So, you know, we, we've got a lot of, I think it's about looking at the consumer, what's their mindset, building programming around their mind and their life already. Mm-hmm. And that ultimately is what's going to help drive sales for brands uh, at retail. Very, very cool stuff. Eric Rosenstrauch, thanks so much for joining us tonight. It was great to have you, and I hope you'll come on the program again. It was great to have this conversation. I love to talk marketing. And uh, I appreciate your thoughts and would be happy to come by anytime to talk to your uh, your listeners. Awesome. We appreciate it. Listeners, speaking of which, if you're interested in learning more about Eric, head to Fuel Partnerships. Oops. FuelPartnerships.com. That's one word. FuelPartnerships.com. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu. 